live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Hello, 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 and welcome to episode 16 of Noise Reduction. I am your host, Nelson Negron, President and Wealth Management Advisor of Provident Oak Financial. And as always, I am joined by my wonderful, amazing, beautiful wife, Re. <laughs> We're just going to start keeping a list. Make it easy so you don't forget them. I got to use different adjectives each time. Mm, I noticed. So my name is Rhiannon. You all know me as Re, and I'm the COO and the Client Relationship Manager of Provident Oak Financial. And thank you for being with us for episode 16. I thought it was 17. No, 16. It's just, I guess time just flies when you're having fun. I just thought we were further ahead. <laughs> I, sure. Yes. <laughs> yes. 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 I haven't taught I, you better than that I'll in all just, these years. So. I was smiling and nodding. Isn't that what I'm supposed to be doing? Yeah, but they can't hear that. No, no, they don't no, hear the rattle. No. 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 Okay. <laughs> well, again, uh, welcome. If you're a listener from the beginning. Don't run. Nope. It gets better. Won't. Hopefully. I mean, if they haven't figured it out by the first 15 ep- episodes, how we do things here, then they're probably a lost cause. <laughs> <laughs> we're a lost cause. We're, well, okay, maybe we're the lost cause, but whichever. <laughs> uh, so today we're going to be talking about the big three. Yes, the yes. big three. So these are the big three mistakes that investors don't want to make this year. Yes, because Since it's, it's a, election year. It's an election year. Yes. Now, I'm, okay, before you guys turn it off, wait, wait, wait time out, stop, mm-hmm. pause, don't move. Feel like I'm so tired of I politics. <laughs> this it's is everywhere. I will guarantee you, if I can use the word guarantee here, maybe possible. Probably not. Probably I don't think not. that's going to pass compliance. So we'll don't see. say that. If not, then we'll just have Greg edit it out. <laughs> <laughs> then I won't guarantee. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but we will not be taking any political stances to the best of our ability during this podcast. All right. This is not a political episode. All right. So this is not, you're not watching one of those cable news networks that leans one way to the other or the other. So just kind of prepare yourself for something a little bit different this time. We're different. All right. Well, <laughs> yeah, that's a given. And and if this is your first time listening Welcome. Thank you. Again, we want to be just, uh, you know, uh, I guess uh, a light at the end of the tunnel for you. Yeah. A resource and... and uh, An entertaining financial podcast. At least we think we're entertaining. Yeah. I know I'm entertaining. <sighs> so, yes, we're going to be talking about the mistakes we do not want you to make because yes. it's election year. And these are three big ones yes. that people make. They do. During election year so whether you are you know red or blue red or blue or purple hardcore or green republican hardcore democrat whether you're what did libertarian 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 green whether you're a green party doesn't matter which way you're going doesn't matter we're talking investments whether you're if hillary calls you a deplorable you know doesn't matter stay on target oh well i was just using all the different adjectives that some people use. Mm, Okay. So (laughs) 
We're going to start right off with mistake number one. Oh, we're just jumping right in? We're going to jump Okay. right off the Well, cliff. you have to forgive me. This is the first episode that we have recorded after working out. Usually we do it before, and now this time like, we're doing it after, so I'm kind of just... How do you even have any energy left? I don't. Oh, okay. This is me with no energy. Great. So they're thinking, <laughs> what is he like before he works out? He's nuts. Yes, he is. Like Tigger on Bang drink. The wonderful thing about Tiggers. <laughs> so <laughs> the first mistake that <laughs> investors can make an election year is worrying too much about which party wins the election. Yes, I agree. 100% yes. Okay, and why is so that? So what's number two? Oh, oh we want to explain. Okay. We do want to explain. <laughs> All right, so you know, there's, there's nothing wrong with wanting your candidate to win all right and and again this is not a a political statement this is not a a political episode okay um sure it's not it's not we're completely discussing politics and investing we're not taking sides it's just not bias yes we're not taking non-biased sides. non-biased political investment dis- discussion Oof, that's complicated if you can figure out what that means please email me <laughs> Yeah, email him, not me. <laughs> but, um, you know, and, and obviously there's some social implications to whoever wins. But when we're talking about your retirement plan, your investments, um, a lot of times people can place too much importance on the result of the election. And, you know, historically speaking, if, you know, it, it really has made no difference long term, you know, who wins. Um, and, and what's interesting is that uh, Morningstar, uh, they did a, a, a study uh, back in December of 2019, and, and uh, we can even put this up on the website, maybe we will, um, just so people can take a look at it. But uh, if you would have invested $1,000, all right, back when FDR was sworn in, and you would have uh, invested it in the S&P 500, then today your investment would approximately be worth 14 million dollars but wait we've had democratic and republican presidents and it it still went up yeah so what's interesting is is during this time there have been exactly seven democratic presidents and seven republican presidents so you know we've had an even number both ways and you know the one thing that's that's that people have ex- have experienced in the past is that depending upon what party has won um, or which which candidate has has won the the presidency, you know it, it has distracted them and 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 uh, you know has taken them away from what their long term goals have been and what their long term results have been and and again you know we just look at the standard and poor or sorry Morningstar study um, you know and, and it. As of and, and and when I say today, it's as of the today in this survey. So so I'm sorry, this report, which was December thirty first, twenty nineteen, thousand dollars would be fourteen million dollars from FDR till today. So you know, and, and that's not by panicking and taking your money in and out of the market, and that's by just leaving it. Correct. Right. Right, exactly. You just put it in there, forget about it. You come back in 2019 when you're 97 years old. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, 
FDR today, $14 million. All right. So the, the point is, is that while, you know, we may feel one way or the other about a particular candidate, about a particular party, um, and, and like I said, there may be some um, society issues or social issues that, you know, we feel strongly about. One thing that is that is held true during this time is that there are political winners and losers, um, but the real winners are those that are, um, you know, who've been in, been invested there. Sorry, been invested during this time, and they avoid that temptation of getting out because their party lost. And they stayed in it for the long haul. Exactly. Okay, so how about mistake number two? So mistake number two is getting spooked by primary season volatility. Yeah, and I think this year really kind of highlights volatility. You know, I mean, what we're in 2020, mm-hmm. we're in the middle of uh, you know a global pandemic, um, and you know you can kind of take 2020 and really kind of look at it as uh, really a um, kind of prime example as to what volatility looks like. I mean, at the beginning of the year, the markets were doing well. Um, then COVID happened. Markets sold off in March. And then um, they came back. You know, some call it a, a V-shape recovery. Um, some may call it more of a U-shape or uh, whatever, you want, whatever you want to call it. It was way down in March, and it's way up today. Um, so, you know, there, the volatility is there. And you know, after 2008, we kind of got spoiled because as bad as 2008 was for a lot of investors, the market went practically straight up. And yeah, there were some ups and downs, but it wasn't anything significant. And so a lot of investors got comfortable. And so now we're seeing volatility, which is actually closer to normal, but it doesn't feel normal because we were so used to the markets going, you know, up uh, year over year, and there was a, a year here and there that they were that they were down, but it wasn't anything significant. And then now we have issues uh, to deal with uh, in the economy and in the government with the election year and everything going on. And now it's it's you know people are are making knee jerk investment decisions based on those things, and so the markets are are volatile and they're going up and down. And like we've talked about a million times, and we, you always say, is turn off your TV. Stop letting the media freak you out. Just you know, take a breath. Talk to your financial advisor. Help Let them help you walk back from the ledge. Because ultimately, by all the studies that we're looking at here, you just need to just be calm and wait it out. Yeah. Even in an election year. Well, and the thing is, is all of these things we can say are, I guess, all this uncertainty that it is certain that this uncertainty is not going to last forever, you know, yeah. if that makes sense. So, um, you know, we don't want to cause short-term pain by doing something that will affect us in a negative way in the long term. And we're only, what, a week out from election? Yeah, so we're, we're, we're a week, almost there. Right, so we're a week away from the election, you know, and if these are, you know, some mistakes that you've already made, that's okay. You know, you have time to correct it. You have time to, to do something about it. Um, and next week, uh, we'll kind of go over some, some history as to far, as far as 
what the markets have done over time during an election year, uh, uh, one year out, two years out, three years out from from an election, uh, presidential election, and um, and you know kind of uh, give some insight there. Uh, so that'll be a, be out on election day, so that way you can kind of sit there and while you're watching, you know um, the votes get counted, hmm. um, you can have some perspective on uh, the markets and what they've done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we typically put out a podcast every other week, but we thought considering the elections coming up, it might be a good idea to give you a little bit of information to keep you grounded during election day. So, yeah, you know, and, and, and what the news tends to do during this time is, is they highlight some policies that each candidate, um, is focusing on and that can cause short-term volatility. So as an example, uh, you know, you can look at, at um, healthcare, for instance. You know, healthcare has has been volatile. One, you know, we're we're looking forward to, um, you know, the population of, of the United States is looking forward to a vaccine for for COVID. Um, so that's causing some volatility uh, in the healthcare industry and, and in those uh, in that sector of the market. Um, so it's reacting to news. So when there's trials going on and and good news about a vaccine happens um, and, and comes out, then the mark the, the, that sector of the market goes up. Um, when they came out and said people had horrible reactions that were neuro- neurological and they had to stop them, the market yeah, goes down. Yeah, the, the the healthcare market went down. Mm-hmm. You know, the the sec- that sector of the market went down. So, um, you know, they're going to highlight a bunch of things and 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 really um, cause some concerns about that those areas of the market that usually end up being overblown. And then after the election, um, you know, we kind of see things, you know, somewhat go back to the way that they were, um, or, you know, those industries tend to figure out how to operate under a new, uh, a new administration if, if there is a change. Okay. So then let's go to mistake number three. So mistake number three, the last one. Yes. All right. Trying to time the markets around politics. Oh my gosh, we get this. You have no idea how much we get this. And you always say, <laughs> if you're going to pull your money in and out, you don't have to be right once. You have to be right you have two to be right. times. You have to be right twice. You have to be right <laughs> when you get out. And, yep. and that has to have been the right, that had to have been the right time to get out. And then you also have to know when the right time is to get in. Um, and, and not to beat a dead horse, but you know, we refer back to a um, webinar that we did with our friends over at Eventide, and they again they they sh- showed us a study um, from um, from Dalbard that if you were to have perfect knowledge of when the markets were going to go up and down over the history of the stock market, and you put in a thousand dollars every time, all right, every time the market went. Uh, uh, you know what was going to go back up? You put it. You put the money in. All right, or you put in a hundred dollars a week for that same time frame, regardless of what the market did. The hundred dollars a week made more money, right? And and so market timing just has proven itself not to work over the long period of time because one, nobody knows when it's going to go up or down. Right. You don't have a crystal ball. It's more like a magic eight ball. <laughs> right. Well, and they said even if you did know, you still were better yeah, and off. And it didn't matter. No, it didn't it matter. It doesn't even matter if you know. No. Um, the, the math 
proves that just consistent investing um, over time wins out. You know, one of the things that we, you know, we try to talk about is, again, you know, when you're timing the market and, and even getting it right the first time, all right, and, and you know, I've, I've had this conversation with clients before, is when the market's falling and the markets are going down for whatever reason, um, it's like trying to catch a falling knife. Mm. You know, have you, when you drop a, you know, a, a kitchen knife, you know, your, your chef's knife, you know, when you're cutting something, are you really going to try to reach down and grab it as it's heading towards the ground? Probably instinctively, but it's a bad idea. Bad idea. Cause yeah. you're going to get cut either way. Right. You know, um, chances are that you're not going to grab the handle when you reach down to, to catch it on its way down. Um, and, and that's what market timing is, is like, is you're, you're trying to catch a falling knife on its, on its uh, way down to the ground. Um, and that's just not a, a practical way. Um, and what we should be doing instead, even more so during election years and when there's a lot of noise in the media, is really focusing on the long term. Um, and again, I'm going to say this until I, I guess I turn blue. <laughs> But having a plan, sticking to your plan, understanding why you have a plan in the first place. Um, so when things are up in the air and things are going crazy and, and, and things are uncertain, you have a foundation to make decisions from. Yeah, and actually uh, Morningstar, they did a study and from 1992 to 2019, and they said that um, the hypothetical investor that stayed in cash until after the election. So we actually have several people telling us, no, no, I'm just going to hold on to my cash and, you know, try to find the right time to get in. Um, they actually had the worst outcome out of the three portfolios in 16 out of 22 periods. So the people that are freaking out over elections, trying to hold on to their cash because they're not sure mm -hmm. what the market's going to do, they did the worst. Right. So again, yep. Long term, stick it out. Yep. And if you want copies of these studies, you don't believe us, yeah. <laughs> you think we're making it up, yeah. <laughs> we'll be more than happy to send them to you. Yeah. Um, just so you know, you can make decisions um, about your overall financial plan and investments um, that's right for you and um, your family. Absolutely. And really, the bottom line is that investors should avoid timing the market around politics. I mean, study after study shows it's just not a good idea. Yeah, you know, and, and it's interesting, um, Oppenheimer actually had done a, a study on it as well. And it showed that, you know, when Republican presidents were, were in office, um, the market went up a certain amount. And when Democratic presidents um, were in office, it went, you know, or I'm sorry, if you only invested at times when Republican presidents were in office, you would have gone up a certain amount. And it was very similar return with uh, if you only invested when uh, there were Democrats as president, but if you stayed invested regardless of who was in office, you were above both of those. Mm. You know, so it, you know, there's just study after study that shows it doesn't matter. And I think that's really the ultimate thing here is it doesn't matter who wins the election next week. Right. Um, you know, we can even look back, and there's been a number of of, uh, of studies done. Um, from 2008 and, and many sources call it the slowest, uh, uh, recovery of, uh, 
from a from a recession in in the history of the country, um, but yet investment returns were still really good. Yeah, we've got to just stop letting the noise in the media affect your long term goals. I mean, that's it. Put aside short term noise and focus on long term goals. So turn off your TV, (laughs) which we say every episode, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, turn off the news. They're not there to, you know, their number one priority is not to tell you the truth. They don't care about your retirement. They just want you to watch so they can sell commercial spots. (laughs) Right, exactly. (laughs) They care about their commercial spots. All right. So we hope that helps. Um, We hoped it was a (laughs) non-biased political podcast. Um, We have some ideas and how you can avoid these mistakes as well, though. So some tips. Yeah. And, and, and you said it earlier. You know, one of the major, or the, probably the number one is don't allow, you know, your election pollsters and forecast and, you know, and even the outcome uh, of the election uh, affect your investment decisions. Yes. And then you were talking about this. Expect volatility, especially during an election primary season, but don't fear it. View it as a potential opportunity. Right. So. Especially during volati- volatility. Volatility. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Say that three times fast. Nope. After kickboxing. Nope. <laughs> uh, you know, expect it, but there is uh, areas of opportunity, and, and we've seen that. Mm-hmm. Even just this year with um, you know the craziness of COVID and, mm-hmm. and, and when it, with the effect it's had on the market, there has been opportunity out there, and, and um, you know, it's just being able to recognize it and know whether or not you should take advantage of it. Right. And speak with your professional and they can help you take advantage of that. So, and please, please, please stick to long-term strategies. Do we uh, say that long-term yeah. investments, long-term planning, mm-hmm. long-term strategies, um, knowing what your goals are, you know, and, and not being so concerned about the, about the near term, um, to, to the point that it would affect your long-term outcomes. Um, market timing is, you know, has, has its issues, as we mentioned. You know, mm-hmm. Don't try to catch that falling knife. I can't remember who said the quote, but they said, and I liked it, it said, if you're looking for excitement, take some money and go to Las Vegas. And if you're looking for long-term, then you should invest. Investment's not meant for a quick, exciting ride, I guess. If you were looking for that, go to Vegas. <laughs> so I thought that was pretty interesting. Yeah, you know, and, it, and it's funny because we just actually on Saturday we were having a conversation with a with a guy who um, said, "Oh yeah, you know, I I do some some day trading and options trading and all this other kind of stuff." And um, you know, have you heard of doing this and heard of doing that? And I said, "Yeah, you know, we we we've heard of that, and and no, we don't really do any of that." Um, because you know we, we believe in long-term planning and long-term um, uh, uh, long-term outcomes and really you know and then the conversation progressed and he ended up saying yeah you know you're right it really doesn't benefit you to use all that energy and waste all that time and put in all that effort um, you know and this is what he said and he does it mm-hmm. you know to super nice guy yeah super nice guy but you know he even understood that it's really not it beneficial to try to time the markets. Right. So that's all I got. You got <laughs> anything it? else? 
that's it. Oh, I'm still half asleep. I think next time we need to do this before we work out. (laughs) Okay. Sure. Whatever you say. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we hope that you learned something from the big three. Uh, We hope we gave you some good tips and to not make these mistakes and how to avoid them. And we hope it helps with your anxiety level. I know there's a lot of that right now, especially during this time of year. So just hang in there, turn off the news, reach out to your advisor if you're feeling like you need to be, you know, walk back from that ledge. And that's all I got. Yeah. You know, so if you know of anyone who's been trying to figure out what to do with their Mm -hmm. investments during this time and they haven't pulled a trigger. I forgot about the sales pitch part. Oh, no, no, no. I'm just saying if they haven't done anything yet and (laughs) get a hold of us. Well, they could do that. I was going to say they can just forward this episode of the podcast to them. Ah, yes. You know, that way, you know, we can tell them to get a hold of us. Okay. (laughs) I actually wasn't going to say that, but okay. You know, since you threw it out there, I'll go ahead and say, yeah, get a hold of it. No. And all kidding aside, if you want the charts or you have questions, you need information, there's no obligation, please just reach out. We like to help when we can. Um, Info at ProvidentOak.com is the email. Yes. And we will send you those charts or answer your questions if we can. And we just want to thank you for joining us and y'all have a blessed week. See you. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Noise Reduction Podcast, securities and advisory services offered through LPL Financial, a registered investment advisor, member FINRA, SIPC. The opinions voiced in this podcast are for general information only and are not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations for any individual. To determine which strategies or investments may be suitable for you, consult the appropriate qualified professional prior to making a decision. Guest speakers and guest companies are not affiliated with or endorsed by LPL Financial and Provident Oak Financial LLC. Economic forecasts set forth may not develop as predicted, and there can be no guarantee that strategies promoted will be successful. All performance referenced is historical and is no guarantee of future results. All entities are unmanaged and may not be invested into directly.